this week on the Media Virus Podcast. Women's Sports Hall of Fame makes shameful transphobic statements and disqualifies Leah Thomas, proving once again that lesbians hate penises. The Biden administration is shutting down the gig economy because if you're not a slave to a corporation or a government, then you must be trying to make America great again. Speaking of stern, tyrannical government, the FHWA bans humor on roadways. Hope you're not listening to this in the car. After the break, climate scientists say you are the problem. Maddie's mom told him that sitting too close to the TV would make him go blind. But Mama Rockdaff didn't know anything about autism. The media virus wants to remind dog owners that owning a pet is a lifetime commitment. And an Ohio shelter has some words we would like to share with you. We finish out this week's show with Just the Tips number 73, and we pay tribute to an IT genius that exposed his cheating girlfriend to everyone they know. And we debut a segment called Ask Stanley, where Big Daddy asks, if I remember from the message earlier. Anyway, all this on this week's 167th installment of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. The thing about the Media Virus Podcast, it's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdev. <laughs> Hot damn, do we have a show for you people this week? I am Maddie Rockdev, the maddiest of all Rockdevs, and proof positive that anyone have a podcast speaking of welcome to the media virus podcast please like subscribe follow and share uh i want to take a minute to thank all of our new subscribers whether it is on uh you know youtube facebook spotify yeah we're on tiktok google podcasts we have a tiktok page you can go there and check us out and beg us for more content on on tiktok uh and you can actually just you can just give us you can follow us just fucking just go to themediavirus.com. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just check in every once in a while. Right. And, and thank you. Thank you for doing it. Because you found us because you're looking at us right now. That's right. So that means that means that you, you know, you're here. So it's kind of dumb to tell you everywhere else. Well, maybe not. We'll figure that out later. Um, but uh, as always, you can give us a call here on the show. Um, and we say as always, but we did actually figure out how to do it, uh, with our new platform. So you we can think. give us a call at six, four, six virus zero one That is six, four, six virus zero one. You will make it on the show. Absolutely. But, uh, we had another storm come through this week. We got our first snowfall of 2024. We did our first snowfall in a while from what, yeah, it's from what, what too- I've, what I've gathered you know like nearly two years, years yeah nearly two years since we've had measurable snow yeah and i, I mentioned last week about the torrential downpour and losing power funny side note <laughs> like like i had mentioned uh last week 
the power had come on like right before uh the show like showtime right i was i was literally scrambling with looking for studio b in the dark and the lights came back on so i uh we did the show we did the power went out at 1 30 oh did it uh, really oh jesus yeah my wife was pissed so i guess what it was is like a, a a a tree had knocked down a power line right and um so what they they the, when the power crew came out they couldn't move the tree or there's something they couldn't do right so i guess they just slammed a transformer together somewhere i don't know what they did like a band-aid i guess oh so so that you had power and then they had to go back and actually right. really and they fix came it. back and they figured 130 is like the perfect time yeah, they can shut it off yeah. and and not have to worry about how long it takes them to turn it back on. That is true. Um, now, I think I. Oh, did you let Pete on? You hear? I, I I can't hear him. Hold on. There he there is. is. All right. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm I'm trying to edit my and see if I can put my background through this. Oh, but it it won't. We we've. We've looked long. We've tried to figure out every way to use. Yeah, I, I don't think it does backgrounds no. in the phone. No, and it is. No, it, it it does. I did it. I did it when we first started. On Zoom. On Zoom. No, no, on this. No, you didn't. Didn't I use my phone like the first week? Yeah, and you didn't have a background. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. All right. Take your word for it. Take your word for it. <sighs> and now, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how long my battery's going to last. You know what we need? I need a sound effect of a train derailment. <laughs> I don't have go. a train derailment. That's wah, wah, wah. Yeah, like, what a train derailment sounds like. So that like I almost mean, not every time because we don't want to abuse it, but anytime you know Pete derails the show. Oh, this is my fault now. I'm, it's your fault. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a good one. That's the best I got. Oh well. That's a good one. All right. So, but yeah, StreamYard has been disappointing, uh, to to say the least. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we needs. have we've had a we've had a number of technical issues that have been yeah. aggravating. That we didn't have using Zoom. Now you have to pay Zoom to live stream, where StreamYard will let you live stream for free. Right. So we're going to have to make a decision as to whether or not streaming is that important, or maybe like, or you know. Honestly, it, at this point, the issues that I've had with this thing is if that's what the pay service is going to do for us. Right. You know, Why pay? You can, can fuck right off. I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's honestly for podcasting, if you want to host a podcast, there are a million there's, ways. Yeah, to there's do. there's so many different ways. So many different easy, easy ways to do it. My wife records her podcast on her fucking phone. Yeah. And uh, I mean, honestly, we could all we could all do StreamYard from the phone and and do away with the background. I I think once if we were all on the phone, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But they tell you that they want you on a computer. Yeah, you know they really want that. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> you know, life is full of disappointment. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just life is is full of disappointment, and one of the, you know, it is disappointing. Uh, that the Women's Sports Hall of Fame has made such a transphobic decision 
you know, it, it really is. I mean, that's. I mean, why? Why would a bunch of women be up be like not allow a man? Or I'm sorry, it's a woe uh, man, a trans woman, right? A trans woe man that still has oh. they their them them's penises. Right, they I, still have that. I think you were. I, I think the combinations of wor- combination of words you were looking for was that thar. That thar. That thar penis. That thar penis. That thar penis. Um, and uh, and not allow them to be celebrated as one of the greatest women, because I mean we all know that the best women are men. Yeah, I mean, in a surprising turn of events, Leah Thomas, a prominent figure in discussions about gender identity in sports, has been disqualified from the Women's Sports Hall of Fame. This decision, causing shockwaves in the community sports community, prompts a deeper exploration of the intersection of athletic excellence, identity, and the legacy of women in sports. Leah Thomas's journey in competitive swimming was remarkable, marked by a record break by record-breaking performances and a passion for the sport. Celebrated as a trailblazer, her achievements took place amid a changing sports landscape where gender identity and inclusivity discussions are prevalent. The decision to disqualify Thomas was not made lightly. Stakeholders engaged in debates weighing the importance of honoring the athletic... In all honesty, the the decision, the audacity... To exclude Leah Thomas is not inclusive. It's just not. When you exclude she, somebody, that's not ex- that's not inclusive. That's true. It's not. It's true. By the very definition. That's right. Stakeholders engaged in debates, weighing the importance of honoring athletic excellence against the complexities of her journey as a transgender athlete. Supporters view her as a trailblazer, breaking down barriers, representing progress and inclusivity. Opponents argue that Thomas's participation raises fairness concerns, as physiological advantages from her previous male puberty may give her an edge. The Women's Sports Hall of Fame faced a dilemma, honoring her accomplishments for progress or prioritizing fair competition and preserving the spirit of women's sports. Central to the debate is the legacy in women's sports, a tradition of breaking breaking barriers, overcoming obstacles, and achieving greatness. The Hall of Fame embodies this legacy. You know what? Leah Thomas is trying to break the gender barrier when it comes to the Women's Sports Hall of Fame. Proving once and for all that men make better women. That's true. And listen, (laughs) the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has Hall and Oates. Yeah. Then a man can be in the Women's Hall of Fame. <laughs> there, there's there's people I would have there, there's people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that I would have attacked before Hall and Oates, but I, I, I see well, your look, point. It's, it's the top of my head. <laughs> top of my head. But I mean the point is, you know, it's it's just it's exclusive. It is, but it's discrimination. It's discriminate. Not really. It's what's discriminating against him. It's it's just against him, him, he, she, they. You know, I don't want to make light and 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 be a bad guy here, but 
I think we can all agree that a trans woman is not the same as, as, as a cis woman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not this again. Not this again. <laughs> oh, something happened to like, and, and I hear everybody complain about the TikTok algorithm for the for you page. Right. How something went to hell. Really? They're just, the, they're just seeing the weirdest shit on their for you page. Okay. Like stuff you would not have any interest in. Right. And, um, I, st- I get these lives, <laughs> right? And it pops up and I see the live and I, there, it's a heated debate. And I see the headline, uh, trans women are women. They suffer. They can suffer from infertility too. <laughs> and okay. And I'm trying to, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, this is, this is either a troll. It's gotta be somebody, somebody it's fucking with gotta everybody. Gotta be a troll. Or, you know, this is a legitimate. This is a trans person that thinks they are suffering from, and, you know, either way, engaging with that human being. How many times do you think Pete's gonna need to come on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I lost audio. I couldn't hear you guys. All right. Well, I don't know what happened. That one. We'll move this one so you, we can still hear you. This is a fun game. Right. right. Are we done with that story? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. Pete, do you have anything to say about this uh, particular story? I I haven't even had a chance to look at. It. Well, Leah Thomas was banned from the Women's Sports Hall of Fame. Who's Leah Thomas? Leah Thomas is uh, was a swimmer for UPenn. Okay. She's probably the best swimmer in her class. Hmm. Um, and well, P.S. My power came back, but sure did. But wasn't? I mean, she broke record after record after record. But but okay. the season before that, wasn't she a men's swimming on the men's swimming team? I why do why is that even relevant? <laughs> Just why, thought I'd ask. Just because he. It's totally relevant. It's because she used to be he, and he was a mid-grade men's swimmer who didn't really qualify for any anything. Okay? After <laughs> they transitioned, right. he, he became a, a record-breaking woman. Right. Who deserves mm. to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm thinking well, maybe not. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. You don't understand how many hours I'm here saying that sentence without crack. And I've done it. You want to argue with me? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) She has broken many a record. I mean, yeah. And constantly mentioned in the news. Yeah. I'll give you that. A talent like that deserves to be recognized. That's all. I think Pete's having another problem. uh, I think I figured I spotted a problem. Right over here. I can hear you. Pete found the issue. What what was it? I don't know. He walked away. Fucking fantastic. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as it turns out, uh, the the Biden administration has has made some some financial moves and some some rules that are going to affect some folks, hopefully not me and Pete too much. 
In a significant development, the Biden administration's latest labor rule is poised to disrupt a key sector of the economy. The rule, effective March 11th, reclassifies many independent contractors as company employees, entitling them to benefits such as overtime pay and a minimum wage under the Fair Standards Act of 1938. Critics argue that this move will increase costs for employers and limit Americans' freedom to choose when and where they work. Labor policy experts include... I mean, there, there is a section of people working uh, under contractor guidelines who should not be. Possibly. Probably. I know of many a company. I know of many, many a company. Worked for many a company. Because those are the jobs I can get. You know what I mean? Where you're yeah. working as a contractor and you're selling your services to, to the them. company. Yes. Right. Um, I've worked for piecework and there, but there is a section that, that gets all of their work from one company Yep, and not for nothing. If you know, you're making, if you're doing all your work for, for, for that company, you should be making at least minimum wage for your hourly input Mm -hmm. and be entitled to health benefits. But for people who like, there are other, you know, folks out there who, you know, work as a, you know, a, a contractor to many different people. So that's yeah. not going to affect them, you know, maybe not. You might, you know, you might have three or four companies that you do work for. Right. Or you might go from different company to different company to different company. Yeah. You may do a con a, a, a couple the month contract of, yeah. here or six months over there, a month over here. Yeah. There's people who work that way. Yeah, exactly. So, Labor policy. See what goes. See what happens. We'll hear more about it. Labor policy experts, including Sean Higgins from the Competitive Enterprise Institute, expressed concerns that the new rule grants regulators the power to micromanage businesses relying on contract labor, potentially pushing gig economy workers out of jobs. Proponents believe it will curb abuse from companies avoiding fair compensation for workers. This shift in classification comes as a departure from criteria established under the Trump administration in 2021. The rule will now examine workers' economic dependence on employers to determine their employment status. Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren supports the change to address the abuse companies like Uber, Lyft, and Amazon. Huh. Yeah, because you're getting all of your, you're getting all of your work from one company. But I don't have to. I can get it from Lyft, too. I choose not to. I, you know, now that Pete's back online, uh, you know he uh, he's been doing real well, and he he made a he made a bunch of money during the uh, during the snowstorm. Yeah, I, I, didn't I did. Do, I, I did. I didn't do bad in the snow either. So he said he had yeah. a story. And I I explained to him, I explained to Pete that a story had had a beginning, had a middle, and had an end. Did he agree to tell him in it you know, like all lined up the right way? Yeah, I, exactly. That was so he said he would put put his story together in story form. Yeah, and I haven't done that. Oh. <laughs> I was all gonna right, give keep, you the spotlight keep, keep and everything. Keep reading the news, Mike. <laughs> all right. Well, what else? Let's see. In the, da, 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 financial, uh, the Biden administration's move mirrors a 2019 attempt in California led by Julie Sue, now acting Secretary of U.S. Labor Department. 
The policy for, faced backlash with voters rejecting it in referendum. Republican Representative Kevin Kiley labels the rule a war on the independent contractor model. Patrice Onwuku, on, Onwuka from the Independent Women's Forum emphasizes that over half the freelancers in the U.S. are women who choose independent contracting for flexibility. The, Not for nothing, but most anything you can say, except for maybe, you know, uh, underwater welding um, and, and, and maybe uh, trash people, is populated 50% by women. At if least. it's a relatively white, white collar thing that anybody can do, then yeah, it's 50% populated by women. You know what I mean? Yep. You ever watch those, you ever watch those, those videos of those dudes that work on like cell towers and shit? Yeah. And they, they climb up to fix whatever's going on. But uh -huh. they, they bring a fucking parachute. Yeah. I don't think that field is 50% women. Probably not. Probably not. But I mean, I would imagine like virtual assistants, you know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. That's about uh, maybe, maybe higher. They're out there. Maybe. Right. They're out there. But this, but you know, a, a con being a contract, just be, a contractor isn't just the guy that shows up and fucks your house up and you never see him again. A contractor is anybody who works for a company that, you know, is just a, like you sign a contract that you're going to do this much work for that much money. Right. Uh, the impact on older Americans, individuals with health problems, and those in unique situations is a growing concern. As the gig economy becomes an integral part of the U.S. workforce, the rule change is anticipated to have a far have far-reaching consequences, potentially leading to job losses, business closures, and a drag on the economy. I mean, that's that's what we need to do right now, right? Is is limit the way people get to earn money yeah it wouldn't work for me i'm i'm in a bad spot if that happens he wants a revolution mm -hmm. <laughs> what he wants it's ridiculous make people hungry it's a bad idea yeah usually well they're they're also sucking the fun out of life i mean yeah now just i am not calling for revolution i want to make that clear Right. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be held responsible if something happens because I didn't know anything about it and I, you know, although I would be sad that I did. Well, uh like I said, they are the the government's trying to suck the fun out of life. These guys did at the uh FHWA. They the of, yeah, they suck the fun out of fucking everything. Yeah. I, I've known some FHWA guys uh, in my uh, safety career, and uh, they can suck the fun out of a lot of things. And, and here they go, sucking it out of everybody's everyday life. Here we go. In a surprising turn of events, U.S. Federal Highway Administration has issued a nationwide ban on humorous electronic messages displayed on highways and freeways. I repeat, no more jokes on the road. Effective in 2026, states have been given a two-year window to implement changes outlined in the recently released 1,100-page manual. The ban includes overhead electronic signs featuring obscure meanings, pop culture references, or anything intended to be funny. The reason behind the decision, according to administration officials, is that such messages can be misunderstood or distracting to drivers. The agency, a part of the U.S. Department of Transportation, emphasizes that the signs should be simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear. 
They should convey important information, such as warnings about crashes, adverse weather conditions, and traffic delays. Just the news. You know what we should do? If you know anybody that, that programs these signs? Um... I mean, I, I've I've known people that that I, I don't know who's working on the floor currently. But do you know how to get in contact with them? Yeah, you can dial three zero two six. I think it's six five nine forty four hundred. So what we do, right? Is they they the they're not necessarily going to put a message up, but I mean that, that that's where two, they are. It's two years, right? Yes, it, it goes into effect. So for the next two years, we should have just these fucking horrible Nazi like fucking <laughs> demanding road signs <laughs> just you know life's not worth living yeah I, I i suspect that delaware is not going to comply until we have to uh, i yeah, could Delaware's be that kind of state I, I could be wrong about that but i'm 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 feeling like somebody is is down there saying no this program works for us we're gonna we're gonna stay on it until we absolutely have to have to change and there goes pete I swear to God, this has been, he's been in and out. He can't count on, like, it's fucking incredible. Well, he's, he's having power issues at home, too. I know, but it's just, it's fucking, See, I, I was so angry, and then I'm like, wait a minute, why am I mad? This is fucking fantastic. Follow the, follow the blinking Pete, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have him. He's muted. We have, some, we have some kind of connection. He, I can't unmute him. All right. Anyway. Um, Seatbelt reminders and messages addressing the dangers of speeding and driving impaired are still permitted. Now let's take a look at some of the quirky messages that will soon disappear from our highways. In Massachusetts, the famous use ya blanca will be a thing of the past. Ohio's Advice to slow down, get there late for those visiting the in-laws. Uh, won't be lighting up the signs anymore. Pennsylvania's don't drive star-spangled hammered. And New Jersey's magical hocus-pocus drive with focus is, is out the door. Arizona's reminder to keep your hands on the wheel, not on your meal, are among those that will be fading away. Interestingly, Arizona has been noted for its creative approach to electronic signs, holding an annual contest for the funniest and most creative messages. Last year's winners were seatbelts always pass a vibe check, and I'm just a sign asking drivers to use turn signals. Not everyone is pleased with this decision. State Representative David Cook, a Republican from, Glo from Globe, I didn't know that uh, there was a, a global government that, anyway. The David Cook, the uh, Republican from Globe, expressed his dissatisfaction, questioning why the federal government is intervening in state affairs. He agreed that the majority of Arizonans appreciate the humor and criticized the federal government for not focusing on more pressing matters. Right. So get ready for a more serious drive ahead. The era of highway humor has wanna, come to an end. We've got to find... It's one guy. I can picture him in my fucking head. He's got, he's wearing like a fucking suit. You know what I mean? And when he like walks in, he puts on a white glove and checks your desk, make sure it's not all fucking dirty. And he, and he has an ascot, bald, old, clean shit. Um, probably Walter not. He's got a stick up his ass. He definitely has a stick up his ass. You know, I guess you know the guy that we're um, shitting on. 
Not specifically, you know but I've met en- like. I've met enough of them. <laughs> I can be a fucking douchebag. You gotta be pick them out in the crowd. Think about it. Like, oh fuck, a funny sign. Fuck that. I almost no. shit myself and dropped my. No, it 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 goes more like those signs should not be used for anything that 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 is 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 humorous because. The humor will allow people to, to to disregard that, and and when we put an important message there, they won't pay attention to it. Which there is some value. There is some value to that. I know that there's people who don't read those signs because, yeah, they've already read. They, well, they they've already read the joke. But pardon me, I actually look at it to see what the joke is when I drive by, which means I'm paying attention to it anyway. But the argument is then that I'm not paying attention to the rest of the road. My favorite one is, uh, it's fucking hilarious because Delaware does this, dude. It's like the number of people killed by drunk drivers. Yeah. (laughs) And it keeps getting bigger and bigger. I get those numbers up. I said every time I pass, I get those rookie numbers. Um, Uh, We have him yet. He's still fucking around. This is fantastic. Huh. It won't let me unmute him either. Yeah. I don't know. He must not have audio on that at all. Or, oh, wait a minute. That's his Chromebook? I have no idea. So. Let's, uh, let's, let's finish this, uh, this, this block up and fucking go into break and figure fucking Pete, uh, Pete's problem out. All right. Well, uh, that, that was basically the end. Um, yeah, that's why. Well, coming up in the B block, um, after the break, uh, climate scientists say that you are the problem. Maddie's mom told him that sitting that close to the TV would make him blind, but Mama Rock Def didn't know nothing about no autism. The media virus wants to remind dog owners the that owning a pet is a lifetime commitment, and Ohio, one Ohio shelter has some words that they'd like to share with you. Um, so we've got a handful of stories to look at. Uh, after that, we'll do the C block where we've got just the tips number 73. Uh, and we're going to have a discussion about this IT gentleman who uh, who outed his cheating wife. Uh, so this is now the time that I remind you that today's A block is brought to you by 30246Voice, my sports art shop over there on Redbubble at redbubble.com. The Stepmoms Without Children podcast and the Disruptive Minds podcast. You can find both of those over on uh, on Spotify. They are, in fact, members of the Media Virus Podcast Network, uh, our, our family of shows here under the umbrella. And I think that's it. So I need to find a bumper to play us out of here. And I will choose... Um, about this one. We almost sound professional sometimes. Sometimes. Once in a while. Almost. Don't let it go to your head. And Pete's back. Ah! And so is the 60 hertz hub. <laughs>